Hey, y'all. Jumping on today. Just finished a very interesting interaction. And um, right before the interaction, something weird was happening with my with my devices. And I reached out to one of my friends um, and I screen recorded it and I sent it to her. And she's just like, girl, stranger things are happening. My device started to hush me. First, it was like, shh, shh. And I was like, what? So I'm going through all my apps. I'm like, where is this sound coming from? And then the hush then became more of a hush. You know, when you're calming a baby down, when you're hushing a baby and you're calming a baby down, I'm like, okay, all right. That's nice, but unexpected. But let me get rid of this noise. So I'm going to my phone, figuring out what app did I accidentally touch or whatever. And then it went into rushing waters, you know, the ocean. So I'm like, okay, something's trying to calm me down. <laughs> and now I know what it was because of the interaction I just had. Again, my podcast, episode five is going to be amazing. My podcast is for mothers and women who are leaving toxic environments, narcissistic relationships, and traumatic experiences. I'm on my way to hand out some door-to-door flyers uh, called Old School Marketing and interacting with um, people face-to-face as I give the flyer if they're home or not. It's always good to do it on a Sunday. Most people chillaxing at that time. Um, Saturdays are most times when people out and about busy doing the chores, right? So um, I said, you know, this is plan B because plan A didn't plan out. Um, And when you guys look back at this video, because I'm going to document, let me tell you, the videos, okay, there's a multi-purpose for my videos, multi-purpose for my videos. One of my videos is because I made an intention to go live every day on my, on my YouTube, sorry, Lord Jesus, Instagram, and then send it over to, to uh, Facebook, LinkedIn and all that. I am coming from a narcissistic marriage. Um, the horns came out after the fact, and I've talked about it on my page, on the podcast, on my YouTube channel, a little in um, like one minute, two minute overview of myself and the other guests that has graced the stage. And I'm endeavoring that every time a guest comes that they do and, you know, a two minute, one minute plug of who they are and what's going on. So the horns start coming out. And as a result of the narcissist knowing that it cannot come to me, it has to go through my children. Narcissists are finding your weak spots. So it turned all of the attention on hurting the children to hurt me because that's how the relationship was always known that my heart is with my children. And the narcissist always said that, like, I I know you don't really love me. You love me because I make the children happy and once the children are happy, you're happy. So it's something that the energies try to find out what your weak spots are, even in the strong moments, because they have plans for you. And when they can't get you one way to go to your weak point, look, look, be careful with the enemy. Be careful with the enemy. The enemy, listen to me. So <laughs> let me tell you something. So yes, my presentation, I flip it up many times, right? Because I'm going to go face to face with uh, people. When you see me with my hat and I'm out there just sweating, doing my seven to 10 Ks, I ain't got nobody to be pretty for except me and Nature and nature knows me natural, right? I'm still natural, 
But, you know, you got to, you know, posh yourself up when you go knocking on doors, right? And you're introducing yourself, right? So, um, narcissist knows, sorry, narcissist knows when, how to, to probe because they have intentions. And it's multifaceted because sometimes I have seen and I have coached where they go in with good intentions to really say, this time I'm going to change, this time I'm going to change. And they realize the work is so hard, it's easier for them to return back, right? To go back to who they were. And then now they require you to now accept who they were, which is not what they showed you, right? Okay. So when you're co-parent with a narcissist and I reached out, there's a, there's a psychotherapist on Instagram. There's many on Instagram. There's many all over, right? But it's a couple that my energy has resonated with that I've reached out. And yes, I'm supposed to send you an email. You did tell me to, um, and I am going to send you an email. When you're co-parent with a narcissist and I'm in it, I'm living it. Listen, I've battled and conquered so much. And when you're co-parenting with a narcissist, they find ways, because this is their in, they find ways to never have the issue about them and how it is showing up. And this is why part of the services of Hope Wellness Info that I'm partnering with is to give resources, especially to those parents, because your children need resources. That's why you see I did the full body scan with my 12 year old and also a bio feed with him, figuring out where his traumas are, how we can, he's going through detoxing. As I said, self-care is not for you moms alone. When you're going through your detoxing and all of your higher elevation and your children need it too, trust me. So the resources that I have is to also assist your children. And there's children who are in the middle and they're caught in the laser bullet firing squad. And you have to know how to get in and get out, make your point and do your best to protect your child. Okay. So when you hear a lot of these videos and we see a lot of viral videos of moms this and moms that and right. Um, when you are co-parenting, that's all I'm going to say right now, because trust me, I'm writing a book and also I'm mindful of the things I'm going to jump out and say as a result of the narcissist is on my page. Uh, he's been stalking me on my page, all my social media pages. Every time I move forward and he sees that I'm moving forward without him on my side, he goes out and above to do everything to stall it. But he can't stall it. And that's what kills him. But he stalks my pages. I once had internet radio station. I had three um, uh, radio shows that I was doing live. I was trying to convince the the owner of the station for us to pre-record as a result of, I know the narcissist is watching everything that I do and timing to be in conflict. So when it knows that I'm finished from the radio station on my way home, it will time as to when I'm going to be home, when I'm showing up, 
to present a conflict. Um, it will see if I have the children with me. Um, if, if she's doing this, where's the children? Timing ways to be. So I was trying to beseech the owner. Okay, I know you want to do live. And I understand his reasoning why he wants to go live. But I'm like, we can pre-record and still post it live. But it was a back and forth in marketing. But also, too, I know why I was asking for it to be live. And I'm like, okay, so there's some things uh, we were able to pre-record. And I caught the narcissist. Sometimes when people say you overthink things, you got you, you to gotta trap them for them to see that you see them and also for documentation for court. So one time it thought I was live, but it was pre-recorded and the owner played it live. And the narcissist was listening to it and it's like, oh, well, if she's there, that means she's not home. And that means I can get to her place of living with the children. Don't know if the children with me at the radio station or not, but planning to show up at my home to catch me to catch me actually no that no that time we were exchanging and it was like well if she's at the radio station how is she going to be there for her drop off on time i need to show that she's not on time and if she, i'm dropping them off who's supervising them just going out of their way to try to paint a picture let me tell you about co-parenting when you have another parent that is out to just want to assassinate, want to stop because part of the plan was when you rise, they rise and they're shining with you. And when they see that you've made an integrity decision and you have a self-care love for yourself and they're no longer in the picture, when they see you rise, it hits them that they're not there. They're not part of the photo op. They're not part of the story because they were supposed to be part of the story and they're not. And some narcissists are so vicious that they would not want the children to experience. Which parent would not want the children to experience positive? No matter if the relationship ends, you should not want your children to feel that. Narcissist wants the children to also feel the hurt. Hurt people hurt people and it doesn't care where it's throwing the hurt. So if it sees the children thriving, the children happy, you're happy, and it's all happening and they're not in the picture. So it's out of the way for nobody. It's like, if I ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. You can't make, let me tell you, the things that has been done. So this incident, it showed up to drop off the children thinking I wasn't there and ready to record that it's there to drop off the children and I'm not there and, you know, I'm unreliable and, and, uh, right but i'm already home because it was being recorded it was playing as if it was live it was already pre-recorded because i've already seen patterns and i'm like i think i think it's stalking me i think it's on my pages so now the conversation would be like i can't promote on my pages because you see it sends a message to you all you mothers out there, when you think you're crazy, you're not. When people, when you tell people stories, this I said, I am here for you. I believe every story. Because people just like, oh no, you're overthinking. No, because they've never been around that type of energy that goes out of its way. So they're just like, no, you're, no, no, no. So I was seeing things. I'm like, is it stalking me? Is it on my, because why is it always showing up? Why I think? 
So I'm like, okay, let me give it the benefit of doubt. And it say, man, you set it up well. And I sent the, the owner played the, played my show as if I was doing it live, but I was already home. We pre-recorded it. I was already home. So when it was drop off and when the show signed off and I did my sign off, which is stay in action, faith and possibility, walk in and protect your light, your purpose will find you. Say what you mean and live what you mean, what you say. Lady O, I'm out. Right? Now, I should be timing myself to get back home, but I was already home. So now it pops up. Oh, I'm here to drop off the children. I'm like, no worries. I'm already home. Drop them off. What do you mean? What do you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. No, you're not. No, you're not. And I'm like, so I'm texting back. How do you know that I'm not here? Well, let me see you. Mind you, we've been doing this for years now. Our divorce was official in 2012. The separation was in 2011. 2011 was when all hell started to come at me with him and his indiscretions. So divorce, so this was since 2012, I divorced it. When I say it, meaning the energy. It said it wasn't going to divorce me. It told me and the pastors, the pastors are asking me so much to stay. Women, I know your story. When people have been asking, especially in Christendom, to stay, pray and fast, hold on. Literally encouraging toxic behavior under the guise of being a Christian woman. Listen, no. So I've had pastors reached out and beseeched me on the phone for 45 minutes, begging me, giving second chances, and we'll help you. And I'm like, you guys are not living what I'm living. This ain't it. So giving second chances, showing up for these couples treatments. I'm like, okay, we promise we'll work on him. We'll tell her to back off because she's in the church and she shouldn't be doing that because she should know better. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm like, all right. When I realized that it was all for show to cover the other person's shame. To make it look like, okay, let me look like I'm attempting. And then myself, the pastor, and everybody else realize they're playing. We're like, no, we're done. And he told the pastor, I'm not divorcing her. If she wants a divorce, she has to get it. Again, tying you. <laughs> and then the other one said, I'm not leaving the husband. He's a good man. I'm staying as long as possible. So when a narcissist finds a codependent person, because I'm throwing this video is hidden codependency, trauma. Let me tell you, when they find a codependent person, that is what they look for. Trauma wounds attract trauma wounds. When they're looking for codependency, they go out there looking for someone that's also traumatic so that you guys, they're licking each other's wounds. They're the source of each other because they're both tr in trauma. So they go out there looking for someone that's traumatic, looking for someone that's desperate, looking for someone that don't have access to their self-esteem and will take whatever. So when he found that and that said, yeah, I'll stay with him and I don't care. He was just like, oh, so now it's like, well, what are you going to do? And the pastors, everybody's looking at me like, yeah, girl, what are you going to do now? Like we told you to stay. We told you to give us a chance with them, but. The level of toxicity from both of them can't tell you what to do, but we're trying to tell you what to do. Like, 
I don't know. And I'm like, you don't got to tell me. I was already, I already made the decision before y'all tell me. All y'all told me, stay, pray, fast. I already know what I was going to do. And the fact that he has that source that's feeding and pumping, I'll divorce it. I walk myself into it. I'll walk myself out. So when I filed, that's another hit on a narcissist. How dare you? Because it's used to women fighting. Again, women. Let me tell you women that like to fight over men. Stop it. Especially in our community. Especially when they're showing you all the statistics. Men now are in a position of, oh, they're like hot commodities. They no longer feel the need to rise and work on themselves because, hey, I'm, I'm scarce, you know. So they feel this sense of, I don't need, listen, this says there's one in five. <laughs> they're either dead in the cemetery, um, in prison, or they're going to some transgender. Like we're losing our men in our community for, on, with so many different reasons. So they know when you're a single mother, the single mother thing isn't sometimes by choice. Well, they say it's by choice because you have some people, I've been on some platforms and been in some groups in my community that's pushing this polygamy stuff. And it's like, so, uh, to me, this is my feedback based on the groups, people telling me check out and all that. And I'm like, oh, why, why am I checking it out? Keep an open mind, especially when you're going through this whole self-discovery of your, aunt, you know, your, your people and culture and all that. And I'm like, that's not for me. I'm sorry. I don't like to even share my food, much less my man. When you see I sit down with a nice plate of food after I done dish out for everybody, my children know not to ask me. Listen, I look at them like, 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 like why? <laughs> like, like, like I share everything with y'all. My God, I shared my body for 10 months, multiplied by four, going through in a wheelchair for three out of the four pregnancies. I had incompetent wombs. I had atopic pregnancy. Let me tell you, I've had all to give these men children that they're wanting. I have gone through so much near death things to be for other people. Mothers, I hear you. I get you. So when I'm in these spaces that is now celebrating our community having less men, and now the men feel like they are now a hot commodity. So you just got to settle for whatever. I was like, hell to the no. Who told you that? I Listen, go back to the Genesis. That says I was, I'm wonderfully and beautifully made when it says let's make man, meaning human, in our image. You know what image I'm in? The mirror image that I am? I don't settle. I'm sorry. If I have to continue this journey and I have no quote unquote man next to me, I am full. I am so content. Listen, there's no better love when you know that you didn't settle. I love me so much that my love for me is so enough. And I'm not like, I've gone through the process. Like, listen, if I settle, settling, I am not in love with myself when I settle. The highest form of feminine love is love for self. This statement of making us believe mothers, women in these toxic relationships where you know you've dumbed down, you settled. Deep down, you know this is not your best. You desire to have 
one, not sharing. When we have Caribbean cultures that's embracing one man with five, ten baby mothers. And there is awards. Let me tell you, I have been in dance hall. Listen, <laughs> I have dated club owners. I have been around promoters. I have been in so many facets of this human experience. I have witnessed dance hall awards. Dance hall is a type of dancing for those that are outside the Caribbean culture. Awards giving away for the man with the most baby mothers. I'm just keeping it real. How much baby mother you have? And there's an award ceremony for the man with the most baby mothers. So for every award, you've just identified a home where there is not a two parent consistently, present consistently. Then you have this lowing of the bar. In certain cultures and certain lifestyles, where the woman has to settle. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. It's all free will and choice. I don't settle. I'm from a different, I'm from a different lifestyle. I'm from a different lifestyle. I guess it comes from the apple, how far it falls from the tree. My mom, although I love my dad, I've talked so much about my dad in my book I'm writing. I love my dad. I've spoken so much about my dad and my dad was a terrible husband. They were not made for each other. From since a young age, I was always saying to my mom, mom, why are you, you're not happy. But she's doing it because she's a Christian woman and she needs to stay with the story that she's only had one man. One man has taken her virginity. One man. Although that man is not loving her the way she, des she deserves to be and he's out there, she needs to hold on to that story. And my mom was miserable. So when people in Christian, in Christendom, are promoting toxicness and not going to the root cause. When you have children that's around this religion, but you see your parents unhappy, I'm taught miserable, crying. I've, I have witnessed domestic abuse. I have witnessed psychological, I've seen it. And I'm like, that's not, I'm sorry, I'm not signing up for that. But it's all under the guise of, at least I only had one man. At least I, my virginity is from one man I did the Christian way. Now that man is being, I love my father. Me and my dad already had this conversation, so this ain't nothing new. Tell it as it is. Now that man goes and rinse and repeat because he's never been held accountable to be that mirror image of what husband and wife is supposed to be. Yes, we have different versions Yes, we have different versions of one man back in the Old Testament have so many. If you walk into a relationship and that is not what the woman agreed to, you can't flip the agreement midstream after. It's like a contract. When you're in a business contract and you've made an agreement, you cannot change the terms of agreement. You can't. You have to go back to the contract. You have to discuss the terms of agreement. And if the other person says no, then it's now done. It's voided. You either stay in the original agreement or it's done. You cannot unilaterally change agreements and now have the other person be tied to the agreement because they signed. No, I signed that agreement, not this one. This is what Christianity do. Many, I heard a lot of controversy about Beyonce Church Girl. It's going to 
trial and don't worry, my life is going to come right back. And there's a difference between a church girl and a woman who is a mirror image of the most high. There's a difference. So everybody coming after Beyonce for church girl, that is a church girl. I haven't heard of it. I have not heard. I have not downloaded to heard it because even I heard, I saw a reel. Don't listen to Cardi B, but I heard a reel. Or I saw a reel about Cardi B getting an award and she gave the big ups to everybody who downloaded it to criticize. She goes, you still downloaded it. I still got paid. And she was mocking because yeah, when you download to criticize, you're still benefiting them. So I did not download. I don't download. I just hear what everybody's saying and I put my two and two together. So obviously this church girl lyric is about, it's defaming. Everybody's upset. But based on whatever she said, I heard one person feedback like she, she was correct. That is a church girl. That's not a woman of integrity who is a mirror image of her creator. What she said, whatever she said, that is a church girl. So you cannot change the terms of agreement when you come in and you meet a woman of integrity who is desired to live a life as a mirror image to the ethicalness and the agreement of what it is to be that Proverbs woman. And then you now want to flip the agreement and now tell her she still needs to stay. I'm sorry, partner. If you came to me with that agreement, it would have been ripped up and I'll tell you, Go find some other body. But you didn't come with that agreement. You came with an agreement that you know I would agree on based on how you see that I am. And many mothers and women, this is how you've gotten conned. And then you feel a sense of obligation because now you're in the title of a wife and you know how much you're honoring that position. But the position that you're honoring and the capacity that you're honoring it in is no longer that. You are free to walk. You've changed the terms of agreement, partner. I am going to be that Proverbs woman in a Proverbs relationship, but you don't bring a cantankerousness into this, change it up midstream, and then expect me to still comply and perform as no sorry. And the more we empower women in churches and in the marketplace outside, to put their foot down and we flip the script. Instead of telling women to settle, we pull out men and we say, partner, no, you are wrong. You cannot require her to fulfill the agreement when you've changed the terms of agreement. So mothers, women, know that you have the release do not have anybody, including religious ideologies that have been misapplied, keep you in bondage. And if you are a mother, that means you're co-parenting. Know that the longer you stay and they're saying it's for the children, like my mom who stayed because it's for the children, and the image that she's wanting to, I'm like you, I don't know what image you showed, but you just showed a very confusing, toxic, dysfunctional image. Cause I didn't see, I have to now go and create the image that it's supposed to be because I didn't see it. That's what happens when you stay in toxic relationships and environments, traumatic experiences, narcissistic relationships. And you're saying you're staying for the child, for the children. 
you're doing a whole heap of other damage. Many are saying because of finances, and that's when I go into a lot of these groups that people are telling me, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't send me no more groups into that. The financial. No, let's equip women so people now, this is where people come after women like me that are empowering women to get their own bag, have their own money. Because many are staying because of finances. Financial Finances is also classified under domestic abuse here in Canada. When a man is the one holding the money bag or using money as a way of controlling, it's abuse. So when you have a woman that is strong, this is now where narcissists are challenged because they know that you don't need them. You don't depend on them. It's truly a partnership. It's not a servant, uh, a servant king. When they talk about queen and king, but it's not serving. We serve each other in the portfolio that we have. I serve you and you serve me and together we're serving the family. But too often it's in a very condescending way. So when the woman has her own money, she's independent. The man has to stand at her side. You go back to Genesis. The woman didn't come from the man's back. The woman didn't come from the man's ass. The woman didn't come from the man's foot. Come on now. Came from the man's side. So this thing of the woman behind and under and the footstool and all this nonsense, we've gotten it twisted. So... When you have to co-parent, you have to co-parent. When you co-parent narcissism, narcissistic behaviors, narcissistic actions, a lot of people are like, oh, you can't call a person narcissist because they haven't been diagnosed. Listen, I don't need an alcoholic to be diagnosed for me to know you're an alcoholic. I don't need you to be diagnosed as having a drug addiction for me to know that you are a drug addict. So again, that's why it's so hard to prove in court because there's no diagnosis. Listen, I don't need for you to be diagnosed as a physical abuser. You're getting hit left, right, and center. I don't need a clinical diagnosis. And I'm throwing all of those out there because there's many things we don't need a clinical diagnosis for. We give too much you see the actions, you're experiencing it. It Listen, cross all the T's, dot all the I's, walk like a duck, talk like a duck, look like a duck, smell like a duck, is a duck. Unless it's camouflaging something else. I don't know. Because wolves in sheep clothing, many sheep that is saying bear and looking like a sheep is a wolf. So, touche. Just saying. When you're in relationships and it's showing you all the narcissistic traits... And the textbook, you don't need a clinical diagnosis. Now you just need to figure out how do I adjust to that? And especially when you're co-parenting, you have to know when to pull out, how to position yourself, what to do, how to document. But most importantly, your children are going to need self-care. And the worst thing is when the narcissist convinces the child that they don't need 
help because they themselves has also determined that they don't need help. There's nothing wrong with them. They make, they don't support therapy. They make very snap, slap cheek comments when you go and you're getting therapy, counseling and all that. They're not willing to do it because that's not their problem. So they also downplay it when you're speaking about it for the children, they downplay it. And then now the child is also hearing, oh, I don't need that. So be careful and be aware. Narcissism wants to breathe another version of narcissism, okay? So when you're co-parenting, do as much as you can. Get all the resources that you're able to, to assist you in, assist a child in. But know that it always comes to an end. Trust and believe there is an end. There is a light at the tunnel. So that's why I'm partnering up with a lot of um, resources with Hope Wellness Info. We've dedicated the services to helping mothers and women that are coming out, that are leaving. We're not here to convince you. When you've already convinced yourself and you're ready to go, we are here to assist and help mothers and women who are leaving toxic environments, narcissistic relationships, and traumatic experiences. Because you need a new village. If, you're, if you do not have the support system and the village and the people that are aware of these things and they're not making you think it's all in your head or they're not pacifying it or they're not wanting you just to blow it off. Like you need to be surrounded with a new village that get it, know it, and they've either walked through it or they're expert in it or they've, they've, they've dealt with it. That is what you need. That's the resources you need. All right. That's the resources you need. So I'm signing off. Have a wonderful day. Check out all my podcasts. The links are all in the bio, YouTube channels. Um, episode five tomorrow is going to be great. It's going to be fire. All right. So thank you for passing through. And I'm going to now continue and um, finish my door to door with my peoples and um, see how many people I can um, expose what I'm doing. Because I'm doing a lot of things, a lot of things that all complement each other. I'm not all over the place. There's a lot of things that's moving, a lot of moving parts, but they're all moving. The, all the moving parts is for a, a well-oiled machine that I'm building. If you build it, they would come. You have a car, you have any machine. There's a lot of moving parts, but it's all working together for the good. All right. Talk to you later. This is Lady O. Stay in action with faith and possibility. Walk in and protect your light. Your purpose will find you. Say what you mean and live what you mean to say. I want to give a big up to my friend um, that is responsible for my malas. Let me, my cedar is smelling. Girl, it's still smelling. I got all my malas. I got, this is my cedar, my crystals, my Amazon light, my cedar crystals, my opalite, fully 100% opalite. And I'm also getting my beads, my opalite, my seed and some others. I got, I did, I did a video on revelation and I was going through the chapter that talks about crystals that are being made as the foundation of the new heaven. For those in Christendom that thinks that all this is voodoo, 
if the most high seems fit to use the foundation, the whole foundation and identify the crystals that are being used, there must be something about the crystals. And especially when it was specific crystals and a specific pattern, the first crystal, the second, the fourth, the fifth, they were specific. Everything about our creator is specific. Nothing is happen chance. Nothing is just random. So each stone was specific, given a specific number, and it had its own position in the foundation. Okay, Jasper, Jacinth, Pearl. Um, uh, I think it's Sardinite. I got I got to remember it now. But the pearls, the crystals were there. And there were seven of them. Then there's the gold and everything else. So for those that think that having crystals and being around crystals is some voodoo thing, listen, don't always listen to the West. And I put that in one of my stories. It's probably gone because after 24 hours, don't listen to the West about everything. Okay, north, south, east, and west is all together. It's all encompassing. Take lessons from all areas, all right? The truth is hidden. It's there. You got to go get, you got to go to search it, all right? So go back to the book of Revelations and you'll see the power of the crystals that the Most High said is good and fitting to build anew. So if it's good and fitting for the Most High, it's good and fitting for me. You understand? All right, I talk to you later. Bye.